another episode here on the Today Podcast. We are recording on the road today, which is something I've never done before, but I've committed to putting a podcast out there for y'all once a week and we haven't missed. So I was not starting this week um, missing. And so here we are. We are on the road again. <laughs> and so if there does seem to be a little background noise, I do apologize for that, but hopefully you can bear with us on this. Um, hopefully there's no honking of horns or anything of that nature. Um, make sure Jacob drives well, but we are headed to engagement pictures um, down at the beach and then Jacob will be traveling back and I am staying for a bachelorette weekend this weekend. So super excited about that, but I wanted to get a quick episode in for y'all because I asked y'all on Instagram to ask me questions. So this week we will be doing a Q&A. Okay, well, Jacob's with me again this week and so we are going to go ahead and get started off. So the first, I'm going to do a little rapid fire at the end that I kind of came up with based off of things that we did. But before that, we will answer some of these questions. Um, So the first question is, did two weeks seem like too long or just enough time? So I'll let you start start off with that one. Um, I think two weeks to explore Scotland wasn't enough time, actually. Um, I think that we... probably could have seen a lot more things but two weeks away from home is kind of a long time away yeah so like you kind of feel like you want to get back home so there's enough to do for more than two weeks but we're ready to leave before our two weeks was over so it just needs a second trip i think so yeah i i feel the same way i Two weeks, by the end of the two weeks, I was itching to get back home. But just because you feel like, oh, I'm missing out on work. Like, there's things that I know I need to do. Um, But I definitely, there are definitely things that you could have filled way more than two weeks doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can say they're, like, those people that we met, they said they're for six weeks. Yeah. So, you know, triple the time that we stayed there and... They didn't get bored. Yeah, that's true. We'll definitely need to travel back then. Um, so if you went back, wait, this is worded here. Hold on. If you went back again, what would you do the same? And then what would you do differently? I'll start with differently. Differently, I would skip Aberdeen. I would not go to Aberdeen. I would have gone to St. Andrews and stayed in St. Andrews for a couple nights rather than Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. The same, I would have still gone to Inverness and done um, like Loch Ness and mm-hmm. see, see the things that we saw there. Yeah, I, I agree with the Aberdeen. What about... And and I loved everywhere that we we went. And when we were in Aberdeen, if you listen to that episode, you know that we didn't really explore that much around Aberdeen. We were mainly exploring places. It was a good central location for several different places. So yeah. um, I did really enjoy the things that we did around there. But would you do anything differently about like renting a car or? Um, I probably would have gotten a Turo. Oh, okay. Um, I probably still would have rented a vehicle. Unless there's just unlimited funds and we can hire somebody to drive us around. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I didn't, I think I liked having a vehicle because you could, you weren't like tied down to anything. Like if you go and do like a big bus trip, like you're going where the bus is going. Oh yeah. So it's one of those things of like, you know, the, the comfortability and the accessibility of having your own vehicle over there is nice. You do have to learn that you're on the opposite side of the road. Yeah, that is why it would be nice to have a driver and that it was super nice that one day that we did the tour. With yeah, yeah, the well, we didn't have to think about driving. Yeah. yeah, that was nice for sure. That was really So nice. if I had all the money, then yeah, I would just hire a driver and a private car to drive us everywhere. Yeah, that would, that would be really nice. Would you stay in places like we stayed or would you book Airbnbs? Like, um, I personally, I like Airbnbs. Uh, but there's something about, you know, hotels and whatnot and these little country inns that have breakfast and all that good stuff that you can um, opt into. Yeah. But, you know, everything over there is really old and I'm sure the Airbnbs are the exact same way. So it's just one of those things like not everywhere has AC. If we had an Airbnb, I would hope it would have air conditioning. Yeah. Um, Small things like that, I probably would have done differently. So. I personally like a hotel, but Airbnbs does offer you the chance to like, hey, let's maybe cook. Yeah. And like, hey, we'll just make sandwiches for lunch or something like that. That way you don't feel like you're eating out three meals a day for 14 days. Like that to me gets really old. Yeah. That's one part of travel that that's hard for me traveling like the way that we did um it's one reason that i love traveling to like on a road trip to national parks or camping things like that is because i do feel like i'm able to eat a little healthier and make more meals out of the car and that's super fun to do so that's turkey turkey wraps the turkey wraps or if y'all heard that episode uh that we recorded that time where we were supposed to be making um, chicken quesadillas, and I brought chicken of the sea instead. <laughs> so we had tuna quesadillas. This is like we didn't have tuna quesadillas because they were grody. grody, and I had mixed a taco packet yeah, with yeah. it. I was like, does this smell fishy to you? It was. It was quite it, fishy it, because it was fish. That's hilarious. I know. That was that was a surprise on that trip for sure. Um, yeah, but there's a ton of that trip. The majority of the trip, we would definitely do the same. Um, or at least I would. Um, it was fantastic trip. I mean, and like, yeah, again, if we have all the money, I'm upgrading to first class, you know, on the flights. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, if funds are unlimited, the trip definitely looks different. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. But I still feel like we did it in such a great way. Yeah. We got to do a ton. Um, okay, do you feel like Scotland was a safe country to visit? Yes. Okay, I want to, yeah, I want to weigh in on this one because I can be nervous Nancy sometimes. And so when thinking about traveling, safety is a big priority for me. And like making sure that your hotels or Airbnbs are in safe areas and, you know, you're just traveling in a safe place. And it, unfamiliarity brings sometimes anxiety anxiety and like the feeling of that it could potentially not be safe but i never felt unsafe in scotland at all me neither scotland is super safe we even looked up the crime rate which was like oh, non-existent yeah so um 
it was just very pleasant on that side of things. Like you never felt, even in like Edinburgh, we didn't go to Glasgow, but even in these larger cities, like to walk around on the street at night and I never felt unsafe. No, me either. And I mean, we walked around Edinburgh at night several times. Oh yeah. And it definitely did. I mean, it feels like a city, but for some reason it felt much safer than most cities I've been in. Like, I don't really feel comfortable walking around like downtown Birmingham at night, you know, like it was definitely safer. Um, So yeah, everywhere we went felt very safe. This person said, be real. How was the haggis? Um. Honestly, the haggis wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It you, was. I thought it was still good. It wasn't like my favorite thing ever. Yeah. But, you know, it was tasty. Yeah, we're not really picky eaters. I mean, I tried it. It was the texture for me. Um, If you, we have a big misconception of what haggis is. So when I when I'm thinking about haggis, I'm thinking about you know the Lizzie McGuire episode where they're having haggis on there, and you know I think it was the the lunchroom lady who like slaps it down on their plate or whatever, and it's definitely not like that. Um, no, not it's actually all. not sheep stomach; it's only cooked in it. Right. And a lot of it's not even cooked in it anymore, and it's just meat, spices, and oats. Right. Yeah. The oats is what was the throw off for me. That's made the texture off. So it was not very good to me. Um, But definitely tried it. Glad I tried it. Tried it. Tried that they had there that talked about is the blood pudding. Black pudding. Oh, black. Is it black pudding or is it blood pudding? It's black. Uh Oh, okay, black. (laughs) And I actually, 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 it kind of it was. A part of the trip to Scottish breakfast, along with, you know, baked beans, toast, and sausage. The hat, there was haggis, right? Yeah, haggis, black pudding, sausage, bacon, baked beans, and then uh, a tatty. Yeah, which is potato, hash yeah. So, how was black pudding? It was all right. Worse than the haggis or better? I think it was worse than the haggis, honestly. Okay. Yeah, I just couldn't. It's the name. Um, okay. And, like, the seasonings over there are not, like, they, they're they light on the seasonings. Uh, For sure. There's a lot of blandness within uh, Scottish food. So. And they don't keep salt and pepper on the table either. Yeah, you know, coming from the south, like, we probably overseason everything. So you expect that, and then you like get somewhere, and it's like, you know, it could use some salt or pepper or Tony's or garlic powder, something, something to spice it up, and you know, it might not have that. Yeah, for sure. Let's see. Okay, how was the weather while y'all were there? Do you feel like it was a good time of year to visit? I think it was a really good time of year to visit, but the weather was uncharacteristic of the time we were there. Yeah, I think typically it feels a lot more like fall, the late August, early September. Um, But while we were there, it was significantly hotter than what they typically have. So I would I would like to experience it when it is a little colder. Yeah. 
that way. Because, I mean, we were coming from the hot weather in Alabama. So we got there and just were dressing for fall but sweating. Um, so I would really like to see it in the fall months. Yeah. And maybe when the leaves are changing, too. I think I think so. Um, usually it's, like, really rainy. rainy. <laughs> rainy and wet. Windy and cloudy and kind of just muggy like it is right now. Yeah. But while we were there, it was like 85, 80, sunny the whole time. Was that the end of their tourist season? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to, to think. I mean, there's obviously, I'm sure that they just have tourists all the time, but... I did yeah. not feel overwhelmed by tourists anywhere that we went. I mean, yeah. Edinburgh was very crowded, but other places, I didn't feel like, oh, my goodness, there's so many tourists everywhere. Yeah, no. No, I mean, I think, like, tourism's obviously a big sector of their industries. Yeah. But <laughs> it seemed to be, to be, to be low while we were there, thankfully. Yeah, I would agree. Okay, this person said that about to travel internationally for the first time. How was the the time change? Do you have any tips and tricks for time change? I would say on the way over, but the time difference it depends. For us, it was seven hours, right? Six, and on the way over, we flew out at night and so we were going to try to like sleep because it was our nighttime but then when we got there it was going to be lunch or after and so or maybe it was early morning it was like 10 30 yeah um and so we we not very doable but um if you do want to hit the ground running when you get there, I would definitely suggest trying to sleep on the plane. But then when we got there, I felt like what kind of helps adjust is trying to stay on to stay on to before going to sleep that night. So we also did that, um, which was very hard. And our sleep schedules were messed up for several nights. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean... Um... Time change is something that is not, like, some people struggle with it a whole lot more than others. And I think the older you get, the more you struggle with it. Probably so. Yeah, you know, like, Dad was struggling pretty heavily with it the first four or five days. Yeah. It took us, like, two days to kind of get acclimated to it. Um, but, you know. It's just one of those things that you're going to deal with wherever you go. That's true. I mean, if you are wanting to travel internationally, then just got to figure it out, I guess. And trying to stay super hydrated. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but that's something that I was trying to do is like drink a ton of water. Yeah, which is very hard to find. I'm sure y'all heard us mention that in the past couple of episodes. Um, But yeah, finding the water and just trying to stay to a routine as much as possible i know that's hard while you're on vacation but can kind of help you transition and then the way back was easy i slept on the plane a little bit just because 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 sleep anywhere um but i'll slap a wink to be honest with you yeah which is crazy and we got back and kind of i mean 
just adjusted and got back to. I mean, I wouldn't even say it took us a day. Just kind of fell back into routine. Yeah, essentially. So. Maybe it took us one day. We had a whole weekend to recover. Yeah, before we went back to work. So. Right. <clears throat> um, let's talk about have packing items for the trip. Okay, so I way, 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 way overpacked. And looking back on my next international trip, I feel like I'm going to be able to hopefully travel a little. Um, we did think it was going to be cold. And so I packed more jackets and vests and things of that nature that I didn't really need. Um, and so I would lay back on that a little bit. And then um, I packed way more like comfy workout closing sets and I definitely needed and I could dial that back a little bit um one thing that I would probably take a look at is like okay can I wear this jeans these jeans like three or four times you know and like just change my shirt so like can I wear with this vest with like two different shirts so just take a look at that before you leave and figure it out and then also I wore like one pair of shoes maybe two while we were there well, no, I'll take them back. I wore three. I wore like a pair of heels, like two different days. And then I wore my Vejas almost every single day and my Hoka's. So I could have totally gotten away with those. And I did bring more shoes than that. Um, and I mean, toiletry items you can't really get past. But I actually made a like to know it post with my must have Amazon travel essentials and so y'all can go check that out and look at the things that I posted over there because there are several whoa Jacob's running off the road <laughs> there are several things that were really necessary my neck pillow very helpful I've never traveled with one um when flying and so I'm glad about that um and just several other little nifty things that I put on the travel list and I always pack within bags. So this is not a packing item, but kind of just a packing tip. But I like to pack, like instead of throwing everything in like my backpack, I like to have everything kind of compartmentalized. And that just helps you stay organized. So like a little first aid bag, like something with your Germex and your wipes and things like that. And um, your technology bag with airpods and and, and those things so that really helps me as a man how do you feel like what's how do you pack um you know it depends and and all packed wrong for this trip because the weather was what we were expecting it to be yeah so you know it depends on what you want to wear and like, and like, and like, but you know, I brought hair tissues, uh, and then I bought, I brought some hiking boots that we didn't even get to use. Yeah. I brought hiking. Those took up a lot of room for me. Yeah. And then, uh, some nice shoes and all I wore was nice dress shoes and tennis shoes. Yeah. So that was kind of easy. Pants part, like I knew, like, okay, I brought for two weeks, I brought like four pairs of pants because I knew that I was going to be able to wear pants multiple times. 
And then we also were able to do laundry. Like staying at the little place in Inverness, they did our laundry for us and folded it. So it was really nice. Um, and then with the packing cubes, you know, I always overpack on underwear and socks. And then um, so just t-shirts, a couple pullovers, and let it rot. Yeah, I agree on with all of that. I mean, you definitely pack better than me, so I would love to. I'm going to consolidate next time because I definitely pack the most out of everyone on the trip. So. Yeah. That's um, okay, yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't really need anything that I didn't have, which is always a good sign. Yep. Okay, I want to ask you just like a couple rapid fire questions that might spark some fun um, conversation. So I'm going to take each place that we went and we're going to kind of narrow down to see if you can pick a favorite out of our destination. So first, Edinburgh or Aberdeen? Edinburgh. Okay. Edinburgh or Isle of Skye? I mean, if we had more time in Isle of Skye, maybe Isle of Skye, but we only had one night there, so we didn't get to explore like we wanted to. So, Edinburgh. Edinburgh or Stirling? Edinburgh. Okay, lastly, Edinburgh or Inverness? I think Inverness. Ooh, what about this then? Inverness or St. Andrews? We didn't spend a, we, we spent a, just a couple of hours at St. Andrews. Yeah. Which was really a good couple hours. Mm-hmm. We spent multiple days in Inverness. Yeah. So I'm probably still saying Inverness right now. Okay. Haggis or fish and chips? Fish and chips. Yeah, for sure. And I think my my destinations would be very similar to yours. Probably landing on Inverness also. But fish and chips is the move. We had a ton of them. Um, okay. Scottish whiskey or bourbon? Uh, bourbon. Yeah, I can't weigh in on that one, but... American bourbon for sure. Scotch has like a uh, a kick in the back of your throat. Honestly, that hurts. It hurts a lot of times, and it's just like it can be a little harsh. So it's, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. And the real connoisseurs out there, you know, they just be probably all over me about it. But you know, I think bourbon's better. It's smoother. It tastes better. All the good stuff. Heard it here first. (laughs) Okay, Highland cows or regular cows? Highland cows. They're 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 so cute and shaggy. Um, Okay, well that gave y'all a good little synopsis of Scotland, and hopefully uh, we answered some questions. Um, I hope y'all have enjoyed this whole Scotland series. We are finishing out today. This is the last episode where we will be covering things about Scotland until our next trip over there, I guess. Um, But if y'all do have any questions, then you can always um, comment on my Instagram, which is always tagged below. Um, But we hope that y'all have a great Saturday. Thanks for or Saturday, this posting on Sunday. Uh, a great Sunday. Thanks for listening. Um, we always um, enjoy your listens, your downloads, and your feedback. So make sure to give us some feedback, and we will catch you next week for another episode. So Jacob will be on with me next week. So thank Peace you, out. Jacob, for joining me the past couple of weeks.